Welcome, everybody, to Comedy on Edge Presents the Chat. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. Our guest today is Mr. Daniel Towns. Daniel, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, Mark. Yourself? Daniel, you sound a little bit different to the taping. Yeah, that's because this isn't Daniel. It's you impersonating him. Really? But it sounds like you. It really doesn't. Oh, wow. What do you really sound like? Maybe they should listen to the episode, eh? Yeah, good idea. Hit the music. Welcome to Comedy on Edge presents Chacha. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. We're live in a very full age HQ. Good news for regular podcast listeners. Lester Diamond is not here. We didn't tell him we're recording today. So if you're a prostitute on the streets of Sydney, beware because Lester's on the prowl. <laughs> but if you're, if you're a fan, good news. The episode won't get stuffed up. In the techies chair, we've got Ryan, special comments, Crawford. Yes, yes. Hello. My, uh, my campaign to yeah. unseat Lester is now... Um you know, now coming to fruition, it's brilliant. You've done well. Well, yep. it's not so much your campaign, it's just you tend to deliver with the audience, or the pressure's on now that I've said that, you know, you don't want to, I don't want to be getting this episode up and it's like all crackly and... Yeah, that's true, that's true, I'll do my best. Yeah, well, that's good, so welcome, welcome, and also Thanks. in the room we've got Jasmine the intern, she's here, how are you Jasmine? Yeah, not too bad, uh, fighting off a million different infections at once, so... You've been hanging out with Lester too. I have, yeah. Wow. Comes out. <laughs> hey, right, now we, we're a microphone short at the moment, ladies and gentlemen. So Jasmine and Ryan are sharing a microphone. And judging by what Jasmine's just said, I think we're going to have to Glen 20 that one <laughs> there. Too. Oh, she's Sorry. It too. This is great. I, I forgot think, to sanitize I think it's it. It's Jasmine's first. campaign. She's got rid of Lester. Now she's going in for Ryan. This could be, this could be a bit squishy. It's just so, the way it works. Yeah, that's good. So, ladies and gentlemen, we, we may be starting a fundraiser soon to get Ryan some anti, anti disinfectant. No, not anti anti disinfectant 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 antibiotics maybe. antibiotics well maybe yeah, maybe yeah. there so yeah. there you go you just you feel so dirty now that she coughed into that microphone don't you yeah i just had to turn the volume up because the mic is now about a foot away from my face yeah it is it's like and you're sort of yet air holding it it's not really yeah no no it's yeah yeah so there you go. I well, I we better get right. to the other guests. You, you just Glenn twenty yourself up. I will, I will. I will. We've got a returning. We've got two returning guests, ladies and gentlemen. We've got friend of the show and the man I normally call when there's a huntsman loose on the house, Francis Blair. How are you, buddy? Very well, very well. And in Lister's defence, he's a very good tipper. He gave me an extra twenty bucks for a hand job the other day, so oh, wow. he's very generous. That's nice. That's not, wow. Did you did you check? A twenty? Was it fake or was it? Were you giving or receiving? Well, you know, you got to be a bit discreet about these things. A girl's got to have some sequence, but you know, <laughs> he's not all bad. Well, that, well, that's good to know. That's good. So there you go. The prostitutes out there. If he doesn't strangle you, he will tip you well. Well done. And our other guest, he's looking around bemused, like, "What the hell have I signed up for?" He's coming soon to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's I think it's about your third time on the couch, Daniel Towns. It is. It's my third time. Thanks for having me back. I, I did thank one you. with Mizell, one with Jory. Yeah, now um, you're back with Francis. Now we're back. Yeah. It's just getting worse and worse, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say we start high, but we started with Mizell. So so you're about to go down the Melbourne International Comedy Festival? I am, or if you're listening to this next week, I'm already here. You're already um, there, that's true. <laughs> well done. Come, come to the show. And what, uh, what's t- what, wow, in the town hall? A15 at Melbourne Town Hall, uh, yes. Sweet, and tickets available through a ticket tech, is it? Uh, all or the t- usual outlets. So ticket. grab it and check it out. Yeah, and. So. Uh, we won't spoil it because I saw a preview. It's, it's a different show to your normal shows. It is a different show to my normal shows, but uh, I just wanted to go back to what we said earlier about Yeah, no, uh, no, no. I'm not giving away. I'm not, I'm oh, no, 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 no. It's just Spoiler like, alert. This one's funny. Just come, <laughs> to, the, just come to the show. <laughs> no, no. We won't. We won't. Um, what you said about antibiotics. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, would you take those for a viral infection? 
Um, I would take them when my doctor advised me to, I think. Oh, just okay, because you were just out of curiosity because you said antibiotics so quickly and I'm like, oh, is he the kind of guy that would take them for a viral infection? I'm the kind of guy who would take them for like a stubbed toe. I know, because some people, they want them, they get a cold, like yeah, a yeah. bacterial thing. No, no. no. See, I do, so, like, I used to get tonsillitis a lot. Yeah. And, like, you normally, you get the you get the antibiotics that heal up within a day. Hmm. When I moved to Sydney, I got the doctor. I said, I got tonsillitis, can I get it? And he goes, oh, no, I don't believe in prescribing antibiotics because you build up an immunity to them. Just wear it out. And, like, so that normally meant I'd have to go two weeks suffering because this prick yeah. wouldn't give me antibiotics. Why didn't you go to a different doctor? Well, I did after a week, but... Because that's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's he's. Oh, I don't believe in all this hippie crap. Well, my doctor said to me all the time: people will go in with a cold or a viral infection. Yeah. They go and need antibiotics. Yeah, my no. doctor's like, it doesn't work. It only works for bacterial. Yeah, no. Things. I uh, I would only generally take antibiotics in case of um, fever. If I had a fever, was feeling sick enough that I needed to go to the doctor. You know, a fever is generally an indication that you've got an infection, which yeah. is when you'd actually need antibiotics. So. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's just no. I just find it interesting because you know people always oh, I need antibiotics. <laughs> Fun medical facts. But you know medical. you do you can build up a tolerance. There's like all the oh yeah, I'm sure you bugs. could. But I mean you know well that's get... why that's why it's very public service announcement. That's why it's very important to finish your course of antibiotics. Well, that is true because you uh, you know halfway through a course you know some of the bugs will still be alive and they build up an immunity. That's well, the, see, uh, I used to I used to like save like if I was getting better, I'd save those last three tablets in case it came back. So I've just got a little stockpile. Oh. Like if I go, oh, tonsillitis is back. I've got a couple of antibiotics. People are dying in the third world because of you, Mark. Oh, yeah. It's your yeah. fault. Yeah. 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 I, I, the superbug came from me. Alcohol. invented AIDS. <laughs> alcohol stops them working too. Because when I was younger, much, much younger, I had a urinary tract infection. And the doctor prescribed antibiotics. And I took them. But I was drinking. Yeah. So it would go. And then yeah. it would come back. And anyway, I ended up having this thing for about six weeks. And it was, yeah, because I was drinking. So uncomfortable. I'd imagine do with a hose that you're fucking. I oh, mate, like seriously, <laughs> no, mate, they are so uncomfortable. Why am I getting this urinary tract? These antibiotics suck. I keep getting this what? I don't know. Yeah, oh, they're horrible. True. You feel like you got a pierce? Have you ever had one? No. Has I anyone haven't. ever had no, one? No, Have you no, ever had no, one? No. They're a lot more common in women. They're a lot ah. more common in women. Yeah. When you fuck. No, no. Well, it's not. It's not a sexually transmitted thing. It's just an infection of your urinary tract. And seriously, it feels like you got to pee all the time. Oh, really? Does and it then, burn when you? Oh, pee mate. Yourself? And then you go to the toilet and it burns. But you feel like. Isn't that a clap? You've had <laughs> 20 litres of water and then you piss and just like a little dribble will come out and that's it. And then you walk away and you've got relief for about two minutes and then you've got to go again. One time on a train to the city, I had to get off from Blacktown. I got off at West Main, Strathfield and Central because I had to use the toilet like in a 35-minute train ride. Dude, you're on a city rail train. Why didn't you just piss in the carriage? <laughs> you wouldn't have been the yeah. first or last. Sounds like you've got a woman's bladder there if you're getting um, urinary tract infections that often. Oh, really? Yeah. No, it was just three in a day. I haven't had one since. Oh, really? But it was oh, just was that longer? Pa- no, I think you were confused. You thought oh. you had three urinary tract infections. No, you only had one. Just but it one? lasted yeah. six three weeks. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God, six weeks? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it was pretty full on. <laughs> that is pretty full on. Because, yes. because of the alcohol. You so, kept drinking yeah. the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And it stopped the antibiotics. Right. That is the lesson for the kids. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't, try. don't take antibiotics when you're drinking alcohol. Unless you just want a really cool buzz. <laughs> <laughs> he still knocks an antibiotic? Or? Nah, no. Sleeping no. Pill. So that's sleeping what, they were, that's what yeah. the, the, the league and the swimmers were playing at. They were drinking the sti- having the steel knocks and then oh, washing which, it down with Red Bull. Which was the sleeping pill? You'd yeah. love this one, Mark. There's a sleeping pill that if you... I mean, we used to talk about this in high school. You OD on it 
and it uh, makes you hallucinate. But it's you really got a high dispensation to uh, hallucinate spiders. So you'd love that one. Oh really? Yeah. Probably well, still not. But that's that's still not just pretty with insane. Pills is you, you just try and stay awake, and that's where the hallucinations sort of come yeah. from. Because well, that's the whole that'd be the whole it. Red Bull thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, like yeah, I'd imagine yeah. the Red Bull would counteract it. Yeah, yeah, but Stillnox right. has got some weird... Ca- like, there's one case, a lady... Like, because they... Apparently, you, you go into, like, a trance-like state on Stillnox. One lady, she was a lawyer by day, and by night, she'd wake up with money, and they filmed... And it turned out she was going out hooking in, oh, her, really? in her sleep. Oh, yeah, vaguely heard Yeah, you remember it. the yeah, case? Yeah, like, yeah, I thought, I was, I thought like yeah, it was yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, joke yeah. things. You're sort but, of yeah. sleepwalking, but not... Yeah. But, Sleep blowing or whatever you want to say. <laughs> it's a profitable sideline, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's sort of the old. Well, it's a, certainly a fucking good excuse. Oh, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Fuck, where did I get this money from? I don't know. <laughs> where is this? Well, it's, right. a, it's a hypnotic, isn't it? Like a yeah, something. Probably. I don't really. I don't know. I've never. Have you? You'd, uh, you would have done sleeping tablets. I'm guessing, Francis. Oh, you know. <laughs> actually, I got I got in trouble by, from someone who shall remain anonymous. I took I took her oxycontin. He'll be. Oh, and um, uh, who's with that? And uh, fr- and she said, uh, "You took my oxycontin." And she says, "Did you sniff them, or did you?" Um, did you smoke them? Yeah, did you smoke them? Yeah, that's right. And I said, "And I said, no, I just ate them." And she says, oh, "You fucking idiot! That's the waste. What are you taking my fucking? You're not fucking taking them properly." How do you smoke a tablet? Oh, you just crush it up. Put it in a pipe, and, or even on foil. You put it. People put it on foil and light the bottom of the foil, and then just suck it up with a straw. Yeah, base it. Oh, this base. really is an instruction. Well, <laughs> no, because no, oxycontin it's got a ten hour like time release thing. So if you take the tablet as a whole, you get a sustained release over ten hours. Where if you crush it, you just break the wash. Right? You break the time release, and you get yeah. it all. So people either crush it and snort it. But do you or take it for it. a viral infection? Actually, <laughs> 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 it's bacterial. No, yeah, it's right. a painkiller. It helps in it any helps. situation. It's, a it's, it's the universal. Oxycontin is your universal friend. There you mm. go. So, it this is. episode is sponsored to you by Oxycontin. It is. If you're Remember, out there, snort it or smoke it. Don't eat it. Okay. <laughs> what is it, 15 bucks a pill? Or? <laughs> it's no, about. No, I nicked them, so it was free. <laughs> it's about, for 40 milligrams, it's like 40 bucks. Well, there you go, about, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. <laughs> I, I actually got That's one. on the street. Don't ask your doctor. I got it from a cancer patient because I'm a top guy. He, he died, so he didn't need him anymore. So I thought, I know, I'll have these. Mate, I'll tell you what, if I got told, like I always said, if someone told me I was dying, I said I'd try heroin, but I don't think I would. I think I'd just go to the doctor and get as many of those as possible. Yeah, and totally. get the strongest dosage as well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, lady, I'm sure the police are just putting a watch on you guys now. No. Next time you go, next time you go to the doctor, you're gonna you'll be getting those hard to get those antibiotics. Well, that's why doctors don't. That's why if you go to the doctors, they all have signs that say we don't keep drugs of like an addictive nature here. Like I asked yeah. my doctor, and yeah. he's got a thing in his like surgery, and he said, "Yeah, people go, they stand over you." And they and he said, I don't know how true this is, but he said they will specifically like target women doctors because they're usually really fucking agitated and threatening. Yeah, and man. they'll just stand over the woman until she writes them a script. You know, they intimidate them physically. Well, wow. I, I, that's been, why a lot in of an earlier life, I worked at a hospital, a big public hospital, that had a methadone clinic attached. And of course, the, the clients would get there late and so he, they wouldn't he, be able to get he their worked, dust. in inverted commas, yeah. at this hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked. You know, yeah. hung around there. Yeah. But that's the thing. The... the Methadone kids, they'd come into the emergency and say, oh, doc, I've, I've, I've hurt my shoulder. Oh, can you give me some morphine? You know, come on, it's really sore. I, I need some morphine. Come on, man. Just for something that you could fix with paracetamol. <laughs> morphine. It's oh, a man. really serious shoulder ouchie. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, I think, I think the dedication of 
addicts, like heroin addicts, especially. Oh yeah, you know, is like it's. It's like the old saying: winners don't quit, mate. No, totally. <laughs> like people, people, um, you know, like seriously, if you want to see feats of human achievement, forget the Olympics. <laughs> put, a, put an obstacle in front of a junkie. There you go. Here you go. Fix Fast, that. Faster, stronger, yeah. higher. <laughs> I remember Ray Badron was telling me a friend story. of the show. Yeah, guest, yeah. He, he was telling me some motivational speaker was using junkies as an example. As in that they, they wake up in the morning, they need their two hundred bucks, and whatever whatever they um, have to do, have to do, they get that two hundred bucks. You know, they'll walk across broken glass, they'll rob, they'll do whatever. You know, and this motivational speaker was using it as an example, as a paradigm. There you go. That's how you can. That's how we get world peace and equality. Lock a bunch of junkies in a room and tell them you'll (laughs) cut them off until they fix the problem. That's right. There you go. That that actually, we need new chords for this show. So what you're saying is we should all just take some heroin and then no, no, get motivated to. (laughs) So anyway, I think the important question that's been raised here so far today is. Can you get Oxycontin? <laughs> you may have just heard Francis then reaching for something that sounded like a pa- uh, pill packet. That was his chewing gum, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't his, his Oxycontin. You got the chewing gum in the little container there. Well, Daniel, you've got your own podcast, The Nervous Breakdown, which is available through iTunes. Yeah. Now, I've listened to most of your episodes. A lot, of the- a lot of theories come through on yours. Conspiracy theories come up a lot on The Nervous Breakdown. Do they? Yeah, they do. They do. You tend to sort of talk about them a lot. I don't bring them up. No, I talk but- to people that like talking about that stuff. I'm just open-minded. I said it to Ronnie Chang on one of them. I don't know what I believe either way, but I'm not arrogant enough to assume that to say, yes, that's exactly the way it's happened. Who do you think shot JFK? Uh, not Lee Harvey Oswald. You don't think it was Oswald? No, of course not. Francis, what do you think? Well, I don't know. I, this just the other day, I heard a very Dan Carlin, who does uh, the Hardcore History podcast, really good, and he made the point that if you put it in the context of the time, in the previous fifteen years prior to a JFK's assassination, how many um, how many heads of state had America assassinated in you know in South America, in you know, Asia, in Africa? They they executed dozens of. Uh, heads of state. So why that, why wouldn't they do it to themselves? That's so. You, what you think the American government did it? Well, just it just in that sort of context. I mean, yeah, they 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 were deposing they were deposing leaders in Central America. I mean, it's all public. You know, in Iran, in in, in Africa, they were you know, deposing leaders left, right, and center at you know, that part of the Cold War. So, but, but who though? Like, you'd, I'd assume well, I don't know the the president's the number knows? one guy. Do you think there's someone higher than the president? Well, within the CIA, was it the lizard it, people? Well, you know, I think there's not. a lot of people pulling strings behind the president. The president's just a face, and I think that's become more evident since Bush and Obama. But the president's always just been a face that pushes. For well, I mean, like Eisenhower, policy parties. Eisenhower, like the president's not in control. But if he's if he's just a face, then then why is he why is he worth knocking off? Because it sends a message to the rest of the world, and it also says, "Look, we'll fucking take out our own guy." But I mean, it goes back to like Eisenhower in his uh, you know, departing speech at the end of his presidency. He said like that whole "Beware of the military-industrial complex." I mean, and he's the guy that sort of built it up through the fifties. So I mean, it's it's just that whole machine, and it's like what Dan Carlin was making the point. You know who specifically? Well, that's hard to know. But if if there's this whole infrastructure, they've got America's had and it's public record you know they deposed you know they deposed vietnam the leader in iran everywhere all around the place it's it's, it's, it's this whole infrastructure to get rid of people 
they, if they can do it abroad, why can't they do it at home? Yeah, but the whole message that, I mean, if they, to get rid of JFK, they was replaced by Johnson, who didn't differ that much to JFK in policy. It wasn't a complete 180. Who do you think killed JFK? Oswald. You really think it was the lone gun? I would, like, when I, when so I should... yourself and 80% of Americans believe the official story. So what about like the magic bullet theory, like that one bullet that went through all those people and changed Well, that, to, no, they explained it. I, when I was in America, I went to Did a they play... explain the Secret Service agents like actually being called off and the footage of them being called off running down the street with their arms up in the air going, what the fuck? Why have you told us to get away from the president? When we should be protecting him. Like when he those shots started, they should have jumped on the back of the car. Now, Oswald's background is like how many times happened that you see some nut job do something? Like and Martin Bryant's another one. We'll take I'll take it over here. Yeah. I was in Tasmania when Martin Bryant and there was a conspiracy that that wasn't Martin Bryant there shooting people. Yeah. It fucking well was. I caught the bus with that guy. He was a nut job, and it's not surprising that he did it. So you're Oswald basically... was Well, hang on, you're saying Oswald. Oswald had just gotten back from Russia. Which at the, like um, two months ago he came back from Russia. He tried to join Russian to go against America, and the Russians pretty much defected. told him, "Yeah, defected. he defected." Well, maybe yeah. the American government spent a lot of time and a lot of resources finding someone who would make the perfect scapegoat. Because how else could you? How? how why did the person he died? Yeah. And then the person that See, killed that, him. The and then the, the person I, that killed him died. The part I find well, here, the part I find sus. Why did that guy shoot Oswald? That's the part I don't. That's the part where Jack I'll, Ruby. Yeah, Jack Ruby. Why did Ruby shoot Oz? That to me is maybe something is up. Like why? Like, a, I honestly think Oswald shot him. That's like I think the three things. The bullet thing has been explained because there were three bullets, and the way they went through one, two of the bullets were designed to go straight through. The third was one that's designed to when it hits the target explode. I have. I can't. Describe. It was a hollow point bullet. The last yeah, one. Hollow point. That's the technically term. But you got to think who. Had the power to keep it quiet then and still keep it quiet now, like 50 years later, even though, like, because obviously if it was just one person, like, it would have come out by now. Keep what quiet? The conspiracy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so hang on. You're confusing me now. So, you think there's a conspiracy or I, not? Did, I said there was. Of course there is. Yeah. Of course so, it wasn't but, Lee so Harvey you, Oswald. But, but then and think... if it was Lee Harvey Oswald, he was put up to it by the government. And the government is involved. There's no way that the government is yeah, involved. Yeah, but I mean, when you say the government, I mean, that's, you know... Okay, all right. Some people in the government. Some people within you know, the government. The powers that be. be. Do you know who, man, I watched a conspiracy, I watched, and it's a conspiracy theory documentary. It's called Dark Legacy. And it actually says which family is powerful enough then and is still powerful enough now, 50 years later, to do that thing, who had the connections, whose great-grandfather funded the Nazis in World War Two. The British royal family? No, it was the Bush family. Like, if you watch this documentary, it even ties in, like, George Bush had fucking oil things off the coast that were getting messed with because of one of JFK's things. Like, I can't quote every fact from this documentary, but it was the not Bush, just... So, what, the documentary saying Bush? The no, Bush they're saying family. they had a lot to do with it. And there's people who've died, other people that said the whole... They were going to come out with the truth about what happened, and then they died. Look, there's a lot more information there than what you read in the mainstream media. Yeah, but do you just think it's a case of some nut job killed the president? I mean, Oswald- why did they delay? Why did they divert the parade route on that day so to specifically put him in the line of fire of that window from the book depository? Then, yeah, but I'd imagine on that, like 
that open air parade is a pretty dumb idea. There'd be more than just one sh- angle that they could have shot him from. That's the first time ever that the president, by the way, had ever been in an open air parade that wasn't in a bulletproof, like protected car. Sure, yeah, I, man. Because I just thought I've, prior to that, because that's the thing, they weren't so super duper on the security. Like on the chain, on the change thing, I can like I did a gig a couple about a year ago with former Prime Minister Gillard. I had to MC for her, and but to, I got a run sheet a couple of days in advance. It changed 24 different times before we got on stage. And like I was expecting to come from one, she came from a different entrance. That's just Gillard. No one, like, other than Alan Jones, no one wants to assassinate Gillard. So I can understand why they would change something like that. I mean, it's, it's a big, yeah. It is a big standard, yeah. I can see it'd be just sort of standard procedure to yeah. keep changing things to keep people off guard, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the whole JFK. Conspiracy thing is a whole industry, you know. There's oh, it's thousands cool. of, but the, the the assassination that I find interesting is Martin Luther King, because you sort of look it up and just say, oh yeah, this guy shot him and it was hmm. him and that was that. But he was just this hillbilly, and um, he was he just you know whatever his name was, Billy Bob Goatfucker, <laughs> and um, he he robbed a couple of uh, service stations and minor criminal, and then he shot Martin Luther King with his top of the line hunting rifle and then suddenly he's Mr. International Jet Setter like because they eventually caught him going to Belgium you know because he, he flew out of he got a, he went to Canada he went to England he went to Spain he was flying all over the world and then especially like in the 60s it was much more expensive yeah, to yeah, fly yeah. then and it most most, most of the yeah, information you look at, oh yeah that's fine he was just some guy see that to me like I I'm, I'm inclined to believe someone was behind King like absolutely like I just when I was in America, I saw the play all the way with LBJ with Brian Cranston, and it dealt with LBJ taking over from um, Kennedy and all that through, and it dealt with King and pretty much one of the characters was what's his who is Hoover, the head of the CIA, FBI, FBI, and he they had what they were watching King, and they went to the president with should we take him out, should we pull the pin? So I I don't doubt King, like yeah the hillbilly thing. I think someone's put him up to it. But do you, what do you think? Do you think it was the government? Do you think it was... Well, I mean, because, I mean, was he big. was, he did, uh, whatever his dick face's name was, he did have, he, did, he was slightly involved with uh, Republican politics. So again, when you say the government or the Republican Party, I mean, just people that were associated. But we're, like I say, this guy that had only done petty crimes, robbing service stations, all of a sudden he's got a sports car, he's got a... He's got this super duper rifle. He's traveling all over the world, and it's oh yeah, that's fair enough. I don't know. It just I mean, did you hear about the tapes that uh, Hoover made of Martin Luther King? Well, the ones with him with his mistress. Yeah, and he, put, he sent him to his wife, and they played it, and they said, "Kill yourself, or release them to the public." Oh, really? He yeah, gave yeah, him that yeah. ultimatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was all part of um, Co Intel Pro Counterintelligence Program. So they were really trying to subvert the civil rights movements of African Americans, Native Americans, and Puerto Ricans too. They were going after as well because it was a independence for Puerto Rico sort of thing. So they had all these um, yeah counterintelligence programs of just you know just lying, just you know black intelligence and all that sort of thing. So I mean that was a real conspiracy thing that is a matter of public record. Have you seen the movie JFK? Oh, years ago, not recent. I saw the last one I saw was I can't think of the name of it, but it had Jackie Weaver in it. No, the actual movie, the Oliver Stone one called JFK, because that was based on a book by the guy who was the district attorney somewhere. I think it might have even been either Washington or Dallas or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he launched his own investigation into the... And man, he had death threats on his life. He went on 
one of the late night talk shows with a photo of something that I can't remember what it is exactly, but it basically disproved one of the official theories and he held it up. And the network that it was on was NBC. And NBC is a subsidiary of General Electric, which is a massive contractor for the American government. And he showed the photo and it got slammed down on the table and they said, you can't show that photo on this television show. But that's and, in the movie, yeah. No, that's in the book. And no. the book is now out of print. You what can't... was the theory? What was the theory? Well, his theory was it had to be government involvement. Like oh. his own theory. He worked for the government and he said there's too much stuff going on that leads to just one crazy gunman to one crazy guy. Man, there's heaps. Like I, I, I've been obsessed with this since I started it in high school. Yeah. You know, like at the end of the day, I don't care. But I just like don't think it's just that one guy. Like, why did the Secret Service agents get called off? Like, why just before he got shot did they get called off? But, like, so what? when were they called? Like, so on the parade? They on were the parade. Called- they were running, holding onto the back of the car, which if someone shot, started shooting, they'd jump on the back of the car and put themselves in front of the president. And they got called off. And you see there's actual video footage of them running down the road going, like, well, what, what are we doing? Why, why are we stopping? I don't know. I don't know enough. I don't know because yeah, I know. No, I'm not, you know, I haven't heard that part before. I don't know. I don't Man, know. there's I, heaps. I can't That's... say. I can't. I mean, I did. I read a book about Camelot. You know, um, about JFK and all the, you know, and his father Joseph Kennedy, and it was like a, this guy. He's a Pulitzer Prize. I can't remember the guy's name. Pulitzer Prize winning guy, or journalist who wrote the book, and he spent five years researching it. And it was like 400 pages of about, you know, everything up to the assassination. But he only spent sort of two pages on the assassination. And he just said, look, I've done a lot of research. You know, I've, I've gone to every archive. I can't really find anything to contradict the main story. The main story, what, the Lee Harvey Oswald story? Yeah, yeah. Acted alone. Yeah. So, you know, I mean... Oh, look, you can, you can justify anything. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Like you, can, you can look at anything from any angle. But I I liken conspiracy theories to religion in that, like, there are some things we as humans just don't understand. But who calls them conspiracy theories? Like, there's the mainstream media, which is owned by one person. Yeah. Which is going to have an agenda. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's three ways to motivate people. Fear, hunger, and money. Mm. Six. (laughs) Or four. Four, You know what I mean? But the main ones. Like, you could live without sex. You couldn't live without money, food, or... Yeah. You know... A threat, but it appeals looming. Yeah, but I mean, say because all right, say conspiracy alternate theory. I mean, there are some things in we can like. There's some things I don't know. I don't understand how a microwave works. Let's be honest, but it works. Now, you, I'm sure you could do the research, figure all that out. Now, you probably know how it works, don't you, Ryan? Oh no, I don't. I was just going to say. I, I think the reason they're called conspiracy theories is because they assume that there is a big conspiracy behind the act of one person. Yeah, but I mean, that's effectively that's just what a you're saying. Word, though. It's not negative, necessarily. Oh, it is because it's basically saying uh, alternative theory is much better because it says, all right, here's the official theory and here's an alternate one. But if you call it a conspiracy theory, it makes it go, all right, here's the real story and here's what a bunch of nut jobs who don't want well, to accept the truth. The, no, no, I think it's what you're saying is here's the accepted story. And I think, I think you both, I mean, you already said that 80% of people think that it's the lone No, but that's 80% right. of Americans. Yeah, right. So, 80% so of people who believe in God. So you know, yeah, yeah. So once again, that, is, that is a mainstream theory, right? It's the it's the it's the theory that's kind of accepted. And then you've got uh, an, a conspiracy, a theory that you could accurately define as being a bunch of people conspiring to bring down the president. Right? But you could also con- that the official is a conspiracy that's been set up by the government to brainwash a whole. So, but the area yeah, that I get the like, whole the, world into believing their version the of the events. area that brings a lot of these things down for me is like, like okay, if 
That's yeah, because we, it's fucking some crazy yeah. stoner in their basement making a YouTube video of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter how many facts you put across. If it's, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, you think about the... Go- like, okay, say someone in the government, or pro- probably what, the CIA or the FBI, who would be that took down the president? Like, Kennedy. Mate, it could have even been people within there. But like, I mean, how many, of- how many people would it have taken to have got, like, to kill the president? It wouldn't just be one guy going, you know what, we're going to kill the president, I'm going to make some calls. Of course. Well, maybe, so it's got to be... Now, you mean to tell me, like... Have you ever worked in a government department? What, you're saying they can't get things done? Not so much that. They can't keep things quiet. I bet you if six people in with the with the power and the money wanted to get something done, they could get it done. If it was protecting their but, wealth. But also yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't think... I think you're right there. I think if Rupert Murdoch decided tomorrow, bugger this, I'm going to take out Putin, I'm pretty sure he could get it done. But I don't think he could have kept it a secret for 60 years. That's, but that's only because he's one person, not a whole family who will be in power. For generation after generations, like the Bush family in that alternate theory. You yeah, see, George W. Bush, I, I don't, I, he, I don't think he's smart enough to have pulled that. But maybe I, that's I, part of his. I reckon, I reckon George George W. would just let it go during pillow talk or something. Hey, baby, yeah. you know. Maybe, I reckon he'd be at the bar going. You want to know who shot JFK? Yeah. yeah, maybe that's maybe he's a lot smarter than everyone thinks. No, I don't know. I don't even believe what I'm saying just now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm no, just no, saying. No, no, I, I think there's an explanation for everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that one day it's all going to come out. It's got, you know, it'll probably, it'll it'll probably was out. lizard people. It probably was. Mate, there's theories that like aliens came. Oh, I don't even want to say. We're this, not getting into <laughs> <yeah. laughs> We've all been to but a like, Scientology. No, seminar. but like how how civilization advanced so far so quickly. Like the big the jump from dude you. You're reading the plot from the Transformers movie. Is it? Well, that's um, Transformers. Yeah. They said that lasers, <laughs> microwave, they found a Transformer and human- all of a sudden the they started studying it. And Oh, look, there's a microwave. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime probably killed JFK. Mm-hmm. It was a transforming truck. All right. Have you heard the ones? Oh, you- uh, well, th- has anyone read the, uh, the Biggest Secret by David Icke? Is that the sequel to this sequel? That's the Lizard People one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, about the reptilians. It goes no, into JFK. No, no. Apparently, it has an answer for every conspiracy theory. So I don't believe And that. the reasons for it. I don't believe it. The reptilians. Yeah, but I mean, psychosis answers everything, really, doesn't it? You know? <laughs> well, yeah, but what, what was the reason? Any, you can answer anything with bullshit. I mean, who cares who killed JFK at the end of the day? What was the reason? Yeah, that they killed any him. reason. I mean, well, was it? There must have been a specific reason. Why well, did they want to well, the get ma- rid I of mean, him? The maf- he turned against the mafia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bay of Pigs. There was a withdrawal yeah. from Vietnam. Yeah. It might have been mm. one of Marilyn Monroe's ex-lovers. Who knows? They were jealous. Did you? Have you guys heard the? I don't know. This is very current. But have you guys heard anything about the missing Malaysian airline? Oh yeah, Fox, uh, Fox News is already blaming well, Ru- Obama. Rupert Murdoch's tweeting that it's Muslim extremists. Okay, so Rupert is, Murdoch is tweeting it. This is just mainstream media stuff. There yeah. were like apparently yeah. this is when, like there was like yeah. ten or twelve uh, very high important Chinese and Malaysian officials on there who worked for a tech company that actually does, yeah, their that company does. makes like. Cloaking, cloaking devices, devices. Yeah. for and like twelve of these guys are on the plane apparently, and they make them. That's the the very stuff they make. And there was another group on the plane that that were developing warp technology. So you know, from now, that'd be to lie. No, I've heard the cloaking one. That was on pretty I've early on. The cloaking, but like I said, Fox News is blaming Obama because. He he because he lifted Ar- sanctions on Iran, so that's why those two Iranian guys without passports gone on and Jesus, 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 you know. There's a, th- there's a theory about everything. There's theories about Sandy Hook. 
Like, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, a mate yeah. who is obsessed with this stuff. And, like, uh, he sends me stuff all the time. But I don't... The only one that really interests me is JFK. Yeah. That, you know, and like all the others, he sent me one about Sandy Hook and it was actual HD news footage unedited from a helicopter. Mm. And it was just showing... Every, like, it, they just all look like actors. You know what I mean? Like, it was... Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, that's a pretty... That's a pretty... But the thing is that... I mean, there's no... Like, the whole thing in that is it's a theory to get guns off Americans. I'm willing to bet this I whole... I bet you it's more likely it's more likely a theory to give guns to Americans. As you reckon? To, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Gun sales go up. Every time there's a, some kind of riot in the States, the gun sales go up. Well, there's been an ammo shortage in America ever since Obama got elected, so... <laughs> oh, wow. Like, it's not about stopping guns. It's about more people getting guns. Yeah, but I mean, I like to me. I don't. I think the gun lobby. Yeah, they'd be. They're all that. I reckon they'd be behind the conspiracy theory because I. I genuinely think it was the kitty who did it. I don't think. It's the same with Port Arthur. Kitty, that's a cute name. Well, he yeah, was. He was. His, for a psycho. Guy. Have you seen that's the, the picture? You seen the picture of him? He's just like got this. He's got like this wide-eyed look, and it's yeah. He, he was. What was he? Was he nineteen? He wasn't that. He wasn't that old. He was certainly an asshole. Well, yeah. yeah, school. <laughs> if you're going to do that, go to a shopping centre and take out some fuckware. The ultimate, <laughs> if you really want to go to conspiracy, is um, that was a joke. Don't uh, Waco. Waco, because like you know, that was '93, whatever, that early '90s when that you know the, that cult. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing because it's Jesus and guns because they were dealing in gun collect. You know, they were that's how they sort of make their money uh, selling guns and things at those shut. Uh, what they what they. Gun fairs, gun fairs yeah. So that's the thing. So you've got all the Jesus people and you've got all the guns people and then, so they've got all these conspiracy and conspiracy conspiracies and then you've got the conspiracies saying that the conspiracies are conspiracies to you know make you hate Jesus. It's just a wormhole of circular logic. It's I reckon that I reckon the gun fair's gotta be one of the least safe places in the world you could go. Imagine the Ferris wheel on that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like everything though. There's always gonna it's like every everything every belief. You know, it's like religion or... Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't religion really the ultimate conspiracy theory, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, can... I mean, God made himself and then sacrificed him to himself for himself so you would live forever with himself. I mean, that makes sense. Do you know what my theory is on religion? Someone someone died and there was someone died and a kid got upset so the parents said, oh, he's up in heaven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that, that's it. Like, it's just the farm that you send your dog to or... Well, again, a name I can't, I'm terrible with names, but someone once said um, religion is just people arguing with, with thunderstorms, you know, <laughs> negotiating with thunderstorms, and I think that's pretty succinct. That's the first sign of plagiarism, too, I guess, the Bible. We've, we've changed the main characters. Yeah. <laughs> the story's pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ripped off Gilgamesh, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. They ripped Fuck off the Sumerians. What? Oh, uh, well, Gilgamesh, that's the ancient Sumerian, it's supposed to be the oldest piece of literature in existence. Yeah, and virgin the, birth and yeah, crucifixion and, the, and the, all the rest of it. And the reeds and the, yeah, it's sort of yeah. an amalgam of Jesus and Moses and all, all there's, the Bible there's actually stories. About, there's actually about a dozen religions that predate Christianity that have like about 90% of the story yeah. of Christianity. Like it's just, it's, it is so like plagiarism. It's like Tarantino, the Bible. They pretty the Bible, much did, Quentin, yeah. Tarantino. Yeah, they just did it with more style <laughs> and pizzazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So maybe that could be the conspiracy. Quentin Tarantino's long lost relatives wrote the Bible. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that that would yeah, that would have been an entertaining show. <laughs> I reckon we could get that. I reckon you could get a conspiracy theory floated on the internet about anything. Oh, totally. Like anything whatsoever. Yeah, well I mean that's the nature of the internet anyway, isn't it? You know, any idiot can say anything about anything, I suppose. Well, I know. So. 
That's we've got a podcast. Yeah, that does well, that. <laughs> I mean, we're lucky that we live in a country. Well, like we're lucky that we can sit here and talk around this. I mean, you go back to Iran. I'm pretty sure we couldn't be doing a public podcast questioning the government over there. True that. But that Malaysian one, like, there's so many. Like, I mean, the fact that Rupert's tweeting that, like, Rupert Murdoch is putting out those tweets with no fact whatsoever. Do you think he's tapped someone at the CIA's phone and he knows more than we do? Yeah, but I mean, the whole Murdoch media is a big conspiracy, isn't it? I mean, you look at Fox News. I mean, that's the biggest, you know, propaganda bullshit outlet in the universe. You know, and it's blah, blah, blah. I reckon, Jesus, I reckon blah, that, Rupert Murdoch doing that, that's just pure PR. Like, I mean, he would know that if he drops the hint that he knows more than somebody else, that people are going to buy his papers to find out. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 I don't, yeah. But how does a plane just disappear? Yeah, but I mean, the world's a big place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Poking and walking. Yeah. You reckon it's cloaked. Well, no, well, actually, it doesn't matter how well, the, big the, the world the is. Thing, but... The thing is, the, the the way you track, like with radar or whatever, from, from what I understand. Yeah. yeah, so from what I understand, like in close, with with powerful radar close up, you can like, you don't need, you can just track a big metal object in the sky. Yeah, yeah. But but these international um, jets, they're flying over, you know, obviously, millions of square miles of, not millions, but thousands of square miles of, uh, clump, um, of airspace. They actually need that transponder to be on to track them by radar. So yeah, if, you, if, you, if you turn the transponder off, it will just disappear. But the plane would have only had enough fuel for the journey length and then maybe an extra hour. Yeah. You said they had enough for eight hours. And okay. I mean, eight, so, a jet can go a long distance in eight hours. Yeah, no, that's true. But I mean, at the moment, they've been, they've been tracking it in one direction. It's like I, the last I heard, they think it could have been off the coast of Perth. Like it had enough fuel and they reckon they could have crashed it in Australian waters. But that would have been going the total opposite direction, right? Well, it, they've tracked it. It has done a turn and veered off. They don't know whether it's V because they. I've heard. I mean, at conflicting reports, they're checking two corridors. One is in the direction of Kazakhstan, and the other one is off the coast of Australia. Like it could have flown in that direction. But sure, yeah, right. I mean, you look at like off the coast of Perth. There's nothing but ocean, so it's pretty feasible it could have just dropped there. I think someone in a cruise ship would have seen it. Yeah, or maybe. it could have just simply crashed. I, yeah. I, no, I reckon. It well, it was, I reckon ocean, it was maybe. hijacked by Lee Harvey Oswald, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he was just going to meet his mate Elvis on, yeah. on the set of the moon landing. So when I they filmed Jack that. Ruby you know. took it down. He saw Oswald there. Yeah, just, yeah, that's right. He but, took the whole kit and caboodle down. But where is it then? Like, if it's gone down, I think it's in the ocean. But even the ocean, they've got things in the bottom of the ocean that measures like earthquake activity. Well, they China and ch- that's the problem. China's the one like they're releasing information. I read one that. See, they got seismic information off the ocean floor. Or seismic. Seismic, that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're here, buddy. Pick me up. Mark's the authority on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> seismic. That's why Francis is in here today. Yeah. Um, Can you get to seismic stream? <laughs> <laughs> but they reckon they've tracked it. Like there, is a, there was an impact on the bottom. The bottom of the ocean floor is pretty damn deep. Depends where you are. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It could have been in the, like it could be down there. On, where is like the Sydney Harbour. Tra- you know Sydney Harbour is only... Like for most parts, like three ten feet. Yeah, I've been scuba diving in Sydney Harbour. Yeah, there's, there's one massive one... deep part where the yeah. navy trains, but other than that, no. Cause... But there's an, there's one part over in the North Shore because we went kayaking. It's about forty meters deep. Like it is a oh some part. Yeah, yeah. It's but for the deep. for the, the inner harbour, most of it yeah, it's pretty shallow. Yeah, yeah. How I'd... far is the furthest we can go down in a submarine? Is well, it? Well, they've had they've sent submarines to the bottom of the uh, the Marianas Trench in the sixties. Uh, and I think they've done it recently. I think, yeah, I think Virgin. Oh, no, what's his name? Cameron, the director, did it. James Cameron. Yeah, no, yeah I think right. he did it more recently, but a US Navy team did it in like the 60s. And it was actually filled, the submarine, because, you know, you got a displacement and all that. So it was actually filled with um, kerosene 
because that's little flokes, it's lighter than water. Oh, wow. And it had all these magnets attached to the submarine, so it went down, 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 down. And when they got to the bottom, they just released the magnets, they dropped off, and because it's kerosene inside, it just floated to the top. Wow. Oh, wow. Mate, being under the ocean terrifies me. Hang on. The the thing was full of kerosene? Were they wearing scuba gear inside no, the kerosene? No, there was, a, there was a, you know, a pod for the people. A pod for the people. <laughs> sorry, yeah, it's yeah. very visual. This medium, I know. Yeah. No, there was a you know a, a life area for people to hang out and smoke weed, but <laughs> but the main body of the vehicle was was just so a inside tube, the inside the hull, effectively. Yeah. Yes, that's, yeah. that's the technical term. The mm. hull. That's what I was looking for. Behind the bulkheads. Yes. So oh. you're terrified. Would you, you'd never go down a submarine. I think so. No, just drowning. Oh, it depends where it was. If it was close to the shore, I'd do it because I know I could get out and get to the shore. But drowning, the ship sinking and me drowning is probably my scariest way that I could die because when you drown in the ocean, you've got hope. <laughs> if you go down in a plane crash, you're going to die, right? Like a car crash, hopefully you'll die. But if you're in the, you could be in the ocean for three hours, treading water, thinking that someone's going to come and find you. And then, you know, hope. It's like that Batman, the third Batman. There's no despair. <laughs> Yeah, without hope. It's true, yeah. mate. Like I'd rather die instantly than tread water for three hours and then die. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I go along with that. Yeah. No. See, I, I think I'd rather. I'd rather. I think I'd rather drown than just be in a plane and then all of a sudden, oh look, the door's open. We're being sucked out. Oh, I'm going. You know, you're going to die. Like you would. I, I don't think it's going to be instantaneous. You're going to get that moment on the plane I'd where ra- I'd rather that compressed into a sixty second chunk. And then I die, as opposed to treading water for three hours. But I mean, just not knowing what's under me would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, like, but we don't, you don't yeah. know what's under you now. I mean, who did? I mean, what, didn't they discover a secret ocean this week? That's true. They the got Earth's that couch core? off the street, you know. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. the Earth's core is liquid. They've discovered not it's an ocean. It's like ah. liquid metal. No, but I heard that. No, I heard that they've. No, but I heard they found like a secret pool of water. Like, no, no. it was in the paper. It's got. It was a Mur- It was a Murdoch paper too. Who's taking down? all the drugs in here? Me yeah. or you? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be terrified if you were in the middle of the ocean. You couldn't see land. Wouldn't you be terrified that there was like a shark under you or something? Oh, like, I'd say that it's more than inevitable that there's a shark. Exactly, and that you. wouldn't scare you. You'd rather no. put up with that for three hours. Then just well, die just, within sixty. I seconds. mean, a shark is unless you start bleeding. A shark's not going to attack you. How do you know that? Well, there's, I'm pretty. It's never. How they, many they attack surfers all the time that aren't bleeding. Yeah, yeah, they're, because they're moving around. They think they're a seal. But you'd be moving around. You'd be in the middle of the ocean. You'd be treading water. I'd be floating. You wouldn't be floating, right? Well, there's every possibility that you would get bitten by something. And I'd even be floating because I'd be smoking weed. <laughs> oh, you'd be going, "Oh, my weed's wet." <laughs> 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 get that floating on your back, trying to mull <laughs> up on your chest. Fuck up sharks, you haven't got any, get your own. Your lighters, lighter doesn't work. That'd be the worst thing. <laughs> I went out to the Great Barrier Reef on a boat. It took two hours. And I, foolishly, I brought my camera and it was so bumpy because it was a little boat. And all I could picture was me in the middle of the ocean treading water with my phone and my camera above my head. <laughs> 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 so they didn't get wet. Oh, I, was I, did that, I did that recently. I went out in the, on the um, Great Barrier Reef from Cairns and they had, um, they yeah, had, the, they had the big talk. Had the big talk at the beginning, you know, if you're going to, like, if you feel like you might be sick, take the seasickness tablet. Mm. If, if you've sort of been sick before, take the seasickness. If you're pretty sure you're not going to be sick, take the seasickness tablet. They were just, like, basically pushing their stuff on us. They wanted everyone oh, to yeah. take them. And then, like, sure enough, most people just go, oh, I'm, I'm going to be fine. We get out past the headland and the boat starts moving up. Oh, that's the worst, boat. isn't it? And, like, 
half the boat is throwing up in unison yeah. over the side. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I was I just, the I've never seen anything like it. That didn't get sick. Really? Yeah, no. no I, I thought probably about half the boat that I was on was fine, but that's still half the boat. It was like 40 people just throwing up over the side. A vomit orchestra. It was. <laughs> yeah. one, one girl actually had to get towed around the reef, like by one of the diving instructors. He swam. Yeah, and she yeah. just lay in this like rubber tire with a face down in the water <laughs> and goggles on, and he dragged her around the reef. Uh, I mean, that was terrifying because yeah. I was on this little shitty old boat going out there. Oh, one guy, one guy in this boat threw up in the in the in the um, esky full of water that was there to put your goggles back in to rinse them off afterwards. That's <laughs> <laughs> foul. I got. I was swimming. And I was swimming with a mate, and we were just pointing stuff out to each other. And I've never forget because there's like, because where they stop the boat, you can see the bottom, and it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. like really white sand and mm. blue. But then if you swim to the edge of the reef, it just drops off into the abyss. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. see a thing. It's just all black. Mm. And I was we were swimming kind of up that side of the reef, and some guy that I didn't I didn't even know it was a guy until I freaked out and turned around. He grabbed my leg. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> To show me something, and I turned around, and, oh, what the, and I freaked out, and he's pointing at some bit of coral. I'm like, well, who cares? I don't know you, but I, I cut myself on the reef. And yeah. suddenly, the water was all yellow. Oh, man, <laughs> and red, because I cut myself, and I showed the guys on the boat, and they're like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. And mm. I had an infection within like a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, coral. yeah, coral. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's quite so, beautiful, so, though. So, you went to the drop-off, and some guy grabbed you, and, and then your dad chased you all the way to Sydney, and... No, no, wait, that was Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right, it's great though out there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. amazing. I'd yeah, love yeah. to go do it again. Once yeah. you get over the sea, so you can <laughs> Oh, mate, I thought the ride, I was, because the boat, it's going forward, back, and side to side. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just rocking around. Have you ever dived on a shipwreck? That's weird. No. no. That's, See, that, that is what I'd be more worried about. That's like, weird. I, than what you like floating in the ocean, I wouldn't have a problem with. Being in one of those shipwrecks, like yeah, getting, yeah, getting your leg caught. Because everything's that at a weird angle. Me. And then you sort of say you're all it's all disorientated and it's a bit dark and you've got a torch and you can't help but think there's a ghost gonna come out <laughs> it's gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss myself if I see something. And then come someone out grabs here. you by the leg and goes, Look at the coral <laughs> I love water. I love being in water, but seriously even diving would like I'd enjoy it. But I just don't like the idea of sharks. Like they fucking terrify me. When I was in America, this homeless dude we're on the bus and this homeless dude Heard my accent because I was talking to a mate. He goes, oh, you're from Australia. You're over here getting sanctuary from the sharks. He, he was obsessed with shark attacks because that's all they get over there. And he was like, oh, no, you, ne- you never would have been swimming in Australia, would you? And I'm like, yeah, I have. And he goes, I oh, don't lie, man. And then I told him all about shark nets and it blew his mind. Oh, really? Like, man, he was just obsessed with it. I've been in the water when there was a shark scare and I've never swam so fast in my life. Because <laughs> first everyone goes, what is that? Is that, is that it? Well, <laughs> when I was a kid, I was at the beach with my father. Western Australia, and um, I was swimming around because it was, a, it was a bit of a reef there. It wasn't a beach; it was a, a reef on an island. And um, and we just swimming, and then someone someone yells "shark!" and we look and you see fin. So we just, just at that split second, we run. Yeah, oh, not run, but we almost run on water. Just and it's dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't know about you guys, but tonight I'm going to be dreaming about or having nightmares about sharks and um, drowning and other fun ways to die. <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 so I remember when I was four, my mum for some reason let me and my mates watch Jaws, the first yeah. Jaws, and we were fucking 
fucking terrified. We wouldn't even go in the bathroom. We were afraid the sharks would really? come through. Well, four years old, man. We yeah, couldn't, yeah. like, it's a killer shark. I Is saw it- Orca. Have you seen Orca? I saw that when I was about six or seven. And they, oh, really? And they cut a pregnant whale open and the baby killer yeah. whale comes out. Man, I was traumatized. Wow. And That's what, did your mum take you to SeaWorld afterwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had We're tuna gonna... sandwiches afterwards. <laughs> in Cairns, I don't know if you went to the beach in Cairns or the beaches around Cairns, yeah, yeah. they actually have signs on the beach that says, beware of crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, forget sharks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, what yeah. if you, yes. I'd feel more, I think I'd get more chance of getting away from a shark than a crocodile. See, I think you'd have more chance getting away from a croc. In no, the water. Because I, I wouldn't be near, anywhere near water where there was a crocodile. But you like, said you're on a beach in Cairns. And... Yeah, but I would, didn't go on the beach. Oh, you didn't go on I the beach? I didn't even oh, swim, like, mate. Like, nah. Sam Simmons went and swam. Yeah, like, right. what are you, an oh, idiot? Oh, mate, I couldn't... Like, they got nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But See, it's I've like, no a, way. No friends way. of mine who used to... St- like, Ger- I used to have German backpackers lived here, and they went around Australia, and he sent me a picture, and it's on my... F- I'll put it up on the Facebook page. It's him in the middle of nowhere on, a, like, a secluded lagoon standing next to a three-metre crocodile. Uh, and he's like, oh, look at this. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. Because he just didn't know how close he was to that there, thing turning on him. What did tourists come to Australia for? I don't know. To die. There's a documentary. and it's, I can't remember what it's called. It's not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh, what are you talking <laughs> about? Because I got Netflix and I made this thing like I'm going to watch a documentary a week. And it was this guy. He, uh, he rescued a crocodile that had been shot in the head. And like he, put, he had this lake... So he took it to the lake. And man, he... They had footage of this too. He would go in the water and swim with the crocodile. He'd like... Bigger than Steve Irwin. Because he'd like climb on this thing's back and the thing would swim around with him on his back. Yeah. And they'd play. And like they'd do this little dance in the water every day for 20 years until this guy died. He went down to the lake and he'd spend hours. He moved into the jungle to live in a tree while this crocodile was <laughs> recovering from being shot in the head just so he was near it. And he developed this weird bond. And they can't work it, figure out if it's because the croc got shot in its head and it's not... Not quite right. Yeah, or, or, he, yeah. or it's or, just because it remembers... Was that, that, was that, that Australian dude lived with those bears? And he lived with those bears for a year until like 80 months? Oh, no, it was, that was Grizzly Man. It was in America. Oh, Grizzly Man. Wasn't See, there was yeah. the, guy, the, ki- the guys with the lions that they... Re- yeah, the lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was pretty but funny. He, but man. eventually, though, like the lion didn't want a piece of him. It sort of got standoffish. Oh, it really? It's always Aussies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that guy over in Amsterdam or whatever that would go and lie down in troughs. Well, actually... In public toilets oh, and get pissed on. He was an Aussie boy. as well. Trough boy. <laughs> he was an Aussie. Yeah, trough boy. The adventures of trough. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of stuff that's mentioned on this show that I implore you to Google. But just, if you're at work, don't Google trough boy. Don't Google don't really boy. don't. Uh, do Google tub, tub girl instead. Tub girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trough boy. But you... I mentioned, um, did you see this week that the cameraman who was with Irwin when he, Steve Irwin, when he died, released what actually happened? And it's not the, what, do you remember the official report of how Irwin died? Yeah, it was Stingray. Yeah, how though? Like, it's big, do you Stop remember the specific heart. heart? Yep. Right. And he removed the uh, stinger. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what happened. The cameraman said, everyone thinks that's what happened. What happened was Steve was following it and the thing jabbed him like 15, 20 times in the chest. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah, it jabbed him and flew up. Like, the stinger didn't break off. It just... And one of the ones pierced his heart. And sadly, he just bled out and went... And Steve's last words were, I'm dying. And then he went. Mm-hmm. And the cameraman said, you know, this has all been misreported. Like, there's a conspiracy. Why is it taking him two years to say this? Two because it's an official years. story that the people would want to hear that would... Yeah, but I mean, because I think... Oh. I heard someone, it might have been uh, someone saying that they reckon that the... Because re- they've never released the footage of him dying which they have on film and the theory is because someone reckons that Steve was fucking around with a stingray 
and that's what's happened. But it probably is. Yeah. Well, not probably. Maybe it is. Fucking around with a stingray. Well, no. you saw. I've... You know what I'm playing with it, Steve. I'm not oh, fucking around. Yeah. Not lit- Play, playing with like, it. I, I was talking about conspiracy theories. That's a weird one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who's a stingray? Because I got a doco of him stingray downstairs with snakes, movie. and there's this. I think it's like a taipan, and he goes, "I've never seen this taipan more worked up." Mm. So rather than backing off, he starts he poking at the stick. In the eye. Yeah, that's right. So it's sort of yeah. yeah he's a bit. He was a bit mental. You got to get maybe action. that's got to get, get action for the camera. You know, maybe Irwin ran into Oswald. What are you doing with that gun, mate? I'm going to poke you with this stick. And they tried to shoot him. He ended up shooting JFK. Do we know where Steve Irwin was when JFK was shot? I don't know. Probably playing with crocodiles. <laughs> Probably. Getting in the quacker. Getting in the quacker. Now, Ryan, I see you're looking like a little... You've got some paper in the hand, is it? <laughs> oh, you know, Ryan's random questions. Oh, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're almost out of time, but we've got quick time to... I'm um, seamless today, aren't I? Yeah, absolutely. Out of time. We're almost out of time. We've got, oh, we've got hours. Oh, you don't. You've got to get to a gig. So before we go, it's time for our regular segment, Ryan's Random Questions. Do I have, should I do a theme song? Do you like the... Yeah, do the theme song. <laughs> Awesome. Ryan's random questions. Question number one. Seamless. The debate between cyclists and motorists continue divided opinion. Do you think they should settle their differences using techniques from the groundbreaking documentary, The Hunger Games? No. Do you think, so what, you think cyclists should be, or motorists should be able to have bow and arrows? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't put think all the weapons out there. Anything. They shouldn't get anything. No. Oh, so, uh, we know which side of the fence you're sitting on. I hate one. cyclists. Yeah, the driver's side. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I hate cyclists because like, I walk from my house to Redfern Station all the time. It's high traffic area. And every day there's some prick riding through the tra- crowds going, get him away, I'm on a bike. Right on the fucking road. It's a conspiracy to make lycra cool. I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I don't like the cyclists in this country, but I like the idea of cycling. And it's not that I don't like the cyclists in this country. I don't like the fact that they all get dressed up in their leather, their, like their lycra, and they get the eleven thousand dollar bike. Man, over in Holland, like I would gladly ride. I wouldn't have a car. I would ride a bike all day, every day. You see people on them wearing their dressed up clothes to go out. Like it's just a mode of transportation as opposed to a you know a lifestyle statement. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it should be. It's a mode, of, and it's fun. You feel like a kid again. Like that's why I love yeah. Amsterdam so much. It's like, no, hang on. There's Lots park, and I can ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're I'm, just sitting yeah, in a cafe totally. looking at It's a like bike. I'm a kid. It's, you got the wind in your hair. Can you just go wee. Um, they need a special road code for the cyclists. Something completely separate, so that we know that they're different to everyone else. Well, the fact that and they're not in the car should give it away. Well, yeah, but if they—I mean—they whinge all the time, you know—that they don't get the same amount of rights. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, that's the whole problem. So one minute they're acting, oh, we should get the car rules, and then they act like pedestrians. So they go through lights and they go on the footpath. And the problem is we don't have the infrastructure on. Yeah. Like we don't have the, we don't have it in place. We need more cycle lanes. And the thing is because Sydney's so big, or wherever you are in Australia, because Australia's mm. so fucking large. Spread out. Like yeah. it's no one's going to go. Oh, I'm just going to ride my bike from Redfern to Leichhardt. Because you need a car. So oh, you the, could. So there you go. But Daniel you know, Towns thinks we should have more infrastructure, not necessarily a fight to the death. Oh, there. I think question, that's fair. I question, think that's fair. Question number two. Best country in the world other than Australia? Well, I've only, I've only been to two, other, one other, so... Yeah, we know yours. It's America, the home of fast food. Yep. North Korea. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dear leader. Yeah, yeah. If you're on his side, I reckon it'd be pretty good. If you're up in I his... want to be the next Kim Jong-un guy. Kim Jong-un. Why awesome. North Korea? Because, man, just think of all the party opportunities, you know, you just got a whole army, you could play like chess for real with the real armies and heaps of vodka and cognac and 
fucking someone takes your spark, parking space, you could have them killed. Cyclists, you could have them killed. Hipsters, you could have them you killed. Know, you really you have know, used a lot of drugs. Do you know? No. Do you know that he executed his ex girlfriend by having her and her whole orchestra machine gun down in the street? And that proves my point. Classical music sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Dan? You've travelled more than most of us here. Well, it depends what you're basing best country yeah. on. Because, like, honestly, like I would say. Yeah, go no. Oh, well, basing on whatever you like, basically. Well, like I think land-wise, like what we have with the natural resources, I'd say Australia is definitely up there. But then you've also got to look at the the laws that regulate a place. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of having all that stuff if you can't? Eat? Like, I like Australia for the beach. I like it for the climate. I like it for the food. Sorry to pick you up on this, but the question was other than Australia. So, you know, that's fine, but best country in the world other, other than, than Australia. Other than Australia, I would have to say, I don't know. Honestly, don't know. They're all great. So, for different... so patriotic, you can't think. No, of it depends. Oh, mate, I think there's heaps of countries better than Australia. <laughs> <laughs> That's why like people say greatest country on earth. They're not talking about the people. Mm. I don't They're like how they about the country. You know, I don't like how they rate. Like to me, every country's just it's like when people argue between Sydney and Melbourne. I like both cities. There's no. They've yeah, got. Totally. They're definitely different vibes. But normally, you just see you see people with a beard or a scarf, and you avoid them. That's I like, fine. I like Holland. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say, I was in Paris last year. Clang uh, with my girlfriend, and we'd just been to Barcelona, and we'd been to Hong Kong, and we were just sitting there looking at the Eiffel Tower, and I said, "Wouldn't it be great if there was a place where you could go that had the beaches of Spain, the landmarks of Paris, and the food of Hong Kong?" And I went, "Oh, there is Sydney, you know, and the oh. beaches here are better." I thought you were going to say Las Vegas. No, but you know what I mean. Like we've got we've got the world yeah. class Sydney's got the world class landmarks. We've got the food because of all the Asian influence, and we've got the better beaches. And we've got the know. cost of living of all of them combined. Well, that's true <laughs> yeah. too. True, true. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive to live here, and that's what you got to work out: is it worth living somewhere if you can't afford the lifestyle? What so about that's why North uh, Korea is the best city rather than country? What if you don't like a specific country? I mean, you you like it, but you prefer the city. I, I would say New York City is the, the greatest place in the world. And um, obviously, well, so you're Australia. saying you don't like America, but you like New York. Yeah, or well, I like mean, Americans? I like America. No, I like Americans, but I can't like all of America. I mean, there's so many shitty places there. Yeah, yeah, but I'd say to me, America, like you could almost argue that New York is its own country. So yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That, that was basically the point. Yeah. So, you're so I, would, New York. I would say New York City if it, if it, if it was its own. Um, what about country? you, Ryan? What's your favourite country? Uh, I think I'd probably, if I you know if I could just go and live somewhere, I'd probably go and live in Spain. I think Spain, Spain. Spain's yeah, great. Yeah, it's just you know, except for the water. I'm a big fan of of, of you know being you know. You yeah. like the having, I'm, I'm a big fan of a lay down. You like the food either. You don't like the food? Nah, it's all tapas. Yeah, actually, I, tapas. I, I'm not a fan is, of tapas. Yeah, I'm not a fan of tapas. So, okay. Yeah, Matt O'Kine's joke I like being full. <laughs> and it's true, like everywhere you go, it's like you've got to pay so much money for a tiny little bit of food. We ended up at some American pizza place nearly every day. Just yeah, because right. it was like, all right, we can actually get a meal. A whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody Friday night, we went to this bloody yum char dinner. I got, I'm not kidding, three dumplings and a little plate of noodles and a Coke, and it cost me 41 fucking dollars. Because everyone else ordered all these massive, oh, I have a duck pancake, and none of it got to my end of the table. Then we had to chuck in 41 fucking dollars. I went to, I went to Yum Chai, I went to the group of shit friends. Well, yeah, oh. I, I think so too. I, I think you just have to be a little bit more. Stop with the anti Asian rant and yeah. get on with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Yum Chai, I went with a bunch of friends, and we were in a bit of a hurry, and one guy had been there before. He's like, don't worry, everyone, I'll, I'll quickly order before the movie. I was like, oh, great, yeah, no worries, go ahead for it. You ordered like 
12 dishes or pork. The whole thing was pork, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah, end yeah. to end. It was like a little bit of variety there. We actually had a couple of vegetarians with us too, so, you know. <laughs> I'm too, too socially, I wouldn't let something like that happen. I'd clarify, no, hang on, this is what I ate and this is what I'm paying for. Yeah, yeah. but I just, I didn't really let... Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Francis just smacking himself there. All right, last last question. I think we should get on with the last question. With all the superhero movies out these days, are people getting nerdier? I think with the internet, nerds are getting more voice. More voice. was it movies or video games that started that, or actual? Yeah, the internet. I think it's the internet because I mean, most yeah. That's cool to be a nerd. Well, that's everyone's. I think everyone's a nerd. It's just. Like, I mean, even people who are massively into sport, they've got the same fascination, just rather than, you know, focusing on Star Wars, they like football. Nerds have just become the new cool. Like, yeah. nerds, nerds are the majority now. And it's like, the sports people are the losers. Like, school's probably reversed now, the bullying. Yeah, like, right. go and kick your ball, you fucking egghead. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, We're going to study. He's not even on Instagram. Can you believe it? Yeah. All right. Well... What was the question? <laughs> I think we yeah. it's like that Simpsons, the classic when Homer goes back to college. A nerd! He's uh, a nerd! We seem to have a consensus that the world got nerdier and then, then the movies came out afterwards. Is that what we're saying? No. But I superheroes think inter- are I think it's Oh, we've got to give you one, yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We'll agree with you on that one. He's, yes. get, he's holding us ransom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jasmine? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I don't really think I'm a nerd myself, but, you know, I don't mind those superhero movies. So. They're always good. Everyone knows the backstory. They're always good. All right. Good on, that com- many of them. on that conversation starter, yeah. we'll finish with Ryan's random questions. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, we should wrap it up. We just almost hit the hour mark. Daniel, so you're going to the Melbourne Comedy oh. Festival. What's the show called again? It's called Shove It Up Your Face. <laughs> 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 It's called The Other Side. The Other Side. So, ladies and gentlemen, buy tickets. It's also coming to the Sydney Comedy Festival. Yes. And you can follow you on Twitter at... Daniel Towns. Francis, you on Twitter? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter on Get Fucked. There you go, at Get Fucked. And, ladies and gentlemen, um, announcement, Francis, you will be doing the Sydney Fringe Festival this year. Oh, yeah. He's, he, What's the show? What's the show? Mark's what? making me do it. I don't We're going to stay. You've, you've got a great show idea. It's all about one of the... Like, well, the name of the show is... Uh, well, the working title is... Zombie billionaires are eating your brain, and it's sort of just about all the bullshit of of extreme free market fundamentalists. You know, Gina Reinhart, Koch brothers, you know, that are eating your brain. So there you go, for gentlemen. fun and profit. Keep an eye on comedyonedge.com. We'll be announcing details of Francis's show. As usual, you can follow us all on Twitter. I'll put the addresses in there. For more information, check out comedyonedge.com. And if you're thinking I need more podcasts in my week than just comedyonedge.com, check out The Mental Breakdown with Daniel Towns. That's on iTunes, Daniel? Yes, it is. It is. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. And if you are on iTunes, give us a rating or a review. Thanks for listening. And, Ryan, hit the music. <laughs>